Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. I am Elder Tassier Davis, and welcome back for another episode of Let's Chop It Up. You have to understand that when a person goes to a different level of elevation, it's all you, you, you're going to leave some people behind. You know, it's not going to be all perfect and, you know, willy-nilly. It's not going to be all perfect and you're not going to take everybody with you. But when you elevate, some people will get left behind. And that is is okay. Sometimes it has to happen. I find that um, 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 some stories, I've been dismissed from churches. I've been dismissed from fellowships. and, and, And guess what? I am still, I still, I still go help them out when, if they need help. Because, because here's the thing, with elevation, that doesn't mean I don't love you any less. And when I mean dismissed, I mean, okay, so let me rephrase. So when I am dismissed, right, that means they push me away. And that's fine, but I still love you. Because God maybe took me to a different level. He took me to a different playing field. And that's fine. That doesn't mean I still can't help you and whatnot. And that's with anything, business and relationships and and everything, uh, any and everything. And it really comes down to the fact that are you going to let a, 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 a uh, circumstance of growth or a learning experience uh, negatively affect you? Because it happens to most people. And really what happens and what, and, what, and what frustrates a lot of us is, is not the fact that we're being elevated, but we're losing some people. We lose our comfortability and people and we lose people on the way that's what we get frustrated about you know we don't we don't we don't we don't necessarily care about you know you know growth you know we we like growth not care i would say we enjoy growth but it's about the comfortability and the responsibility of that said growth it happens to everybody you know and it's nothing to be ashamed of it's nothing to be ashamed of we you see as humans, we must understand that when we there are always growing pains, okay? But you growing pains, you know, it's the pains of growing, it's the pains of exceeding, it's the pains of what, uh, you know, it's the pains of that said situation within a relationship. You know, you got to grow, you have to grow on it. You know, the term grow on it, it'll grow on you. You know, it, you know, at first you don't like it, but oh, it did grow on me. It was, you know, it has to grow on you. You know, there's certain things that you have to allow to grow on you. And that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with being, there's nothing wrong with crying. There's nothing wrong with expressing that you're in pain, but you just got to keep moving forward and keep going. You know, you want to start a business, keep going. There's nothing wrong with keep going, keeping. There's nothing wrong with you, you, you continue to press. You know, some people will make you feel as though that pressing is going to make you feel bad. And guess what? We do it to other people too sometimes. Oh yeah, I'm about to get on this. Our negative thoughts and energies may affect our family members or whatnot. We always like to talk about, well, people, well, people. Sometimes we are people. I am people sometimes. I can admit that some ideas, uh, but friends came up to me, I was ignorant and I hurt them and whatnot. And you have to repent and you have to ask for forgiveness because that was wrong. That was wrong. And you have to really reflect and say, oh my, oh my God. You have to say, and not in a, in a vain sense, but oh my God, my God, what did I, I, I could have, 
I probably, I could have destroyed this person's dream. I potentially, instead of watering it, I, I almost destroyed a person's dream. And that is something that I have to live with sometimes because there are so many uh, good ideas that looking look good ideas that I gave to that 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 I, people have told me that I just shot down because oh it can't work. There's so many ideas that I had that 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 destroy that that I gave I showed other people and told other people and they didn't like. I I remember one time I, I tried to start a network of para ministries and I was trying to let's make a network of para ministries. You know from. Paraministries will all talk about that. And people look at me like I was crazy and I was like, oh my God. And they were like, oh you're crazy. And I never finished it. I just gave up. I just I just gave I said, let's be partners. Let's work together for a common goal. We are in this together. And guess and and, and it and it was interesting. It was it was really 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 interesting, and 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 I had to really remember, and I preached about this Sunday. I had to really, and I and 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 because we talked about Nehemiah, you cannot share the vision God has given with you, with people on different plateaus, on a lesser plateau than you. You cannot give the vision. It's it's honestly positively impossible. You should you cannot do that. You should not do that. I will say because we do. You should not do that. They're not going to understand you. They're going to look at you weird. They're not going to really understand wholeheartedly what you're trying to convey because God did not give you uh, give that person the business technique. The vision wasn't for you. The vision wasn't for others. Excuse me. The vision wasn't for anybody else. It was meant for you. It was designed for you. That's who, what the vision and mission and the purpose and the mission and the purpose is for. For you. It was for you. It wasn't for Aunt Pookie. It wasn't for your mother. It wasn't for your father. If God gave it to you, he gave it to you. If you have the idea, it is your idea. It is not anybody else's idea. Protect your, protect your ideas. Protect them. Because what ha- it, and it happens all the time. You, get, you tell your friend your idea and they shoot it down. And then after that, laugh it off. And you laugh it off like it didn't hurt. But you know deep down inside, the very people that you loved and cherished and whatnot have forsaken you in your one moment when you really needed them. That's why when people come up to me ideas, I, don't, I, I say, I said, if you're going to do it, then do it. Go for it. I don't. I don't give any much commentary that much because I may or may not know. I I may have doubts. I don't express them. Sometimes silence is the best advice. Just listening. I don't necessarily need you to respond. Sometimes I just need a voice ear to. I just need an ear to hear. Don't tell it now. Be careful who you tell it to. Tell somebody you trust. But sometimes I just need ear to hear. I don't need everybody knowing. I am on a board. I am on about two. Two, I'm on two boards of two different things, and I do not tell everybody what we talk about in those board meetings. But guess what? One thing's for two, two things for certain. I trust. I, 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 I listen. I rarely speak in meetings. Yeah, I talk a lot in person, but in meetings, I rarely speak. I don't really say much because my job in the meeting is to is to is to hear the different hear the different thoughts and ideas. Process them through, process them in my brain, formulate a plan, and then I may or may not express. I've been through whole meetings. I didn't say a word because it wasn't. I didn't need to speak. I, because the whole thing about you know advising is is you advise when you have something to advise about. There's no point of me senselessly senselessly speaking about things that I have no idea about. I'm not going to talk about 
uh, I'm not going to talk about um, uh, microbiology. I am not a specialist in microbiology. I can't really tell you. Now, my advice to you probably would be find somebody, <laughs> find some, find a microbiologist and ask them. I'm not a microbiologist. I am not a chemist. I'm not going to give you chemical advice. You know, I mean, if I mean, unless it's like something like, uh, you know, what do you use to clean the floor? Bleach? I don't know. Ajax? Use something. But you know, uh, that that's what I'm talking about. So. It's those things to be mindful of. It's those things that we have to be careful of. Because when it comes to... to Because to, everybody in the world has an idea or a thought that can help change the lives of others. And, and what happens is sometimes we really stifle our growth because we give these ideas away or we tell them to the wrong people. And then after that, it just... And, and we never nurture, continue to nurture that seed. I'll tell you this. Um, Missionary Temple United Ministries is about three some years old three years old you know what i'm saying it's not incorporate we're not incorporated yet but i was beginning the process but i stopped um and one of the reasons was because i was like oh this is foolish you know nobody's do this everybody's telling this people say i'm not qualified etc so on their fourth my education is not backed up but i have to sit down i said look at the people that i have ministered to over the years that have that's the ministry that's missionary temple right there that's the ministry you know i'm in the business of this i'm in the business of healing that's the business yes ma'am yes ma'am yes sir that's the business i'm i'm here to help here and to serve that's what i'm called to do i am a i am a pastor i'm a shepherd and i'm here to help people protect people and whatnot uh that want to be helped <laughs> um but yeah, so there's that. There's tough love I have to give some time. But I felt bad, and I never did and I finished the incorporation process. I never finished the 501c3 process. I I never finished it, and 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 it hurt me. To this, and it still hurts me, and I and it still hurts me because I always thought like, Lord, what about this? And Lord, what about that? And oh my gosh, this. And you know, um, I'm you know, uh, you know, what about my relation? You know, relationship status too. You know, uh, but time you know i was so single i'm like lord you know what if the person doesn't understand where i'm going you know they don't want to be a first lady you know they don't want to be a pastor's wife you know they don't want to be those things but god but but you know telling those people telling certain people that you know kind of stifled me and you know one thing i had to really sit down to myself it doesn't matter what some people say there are people who are out to give you good solid advice and there are people that's out to annoy you <laughs> you know just to annoy and kill your dreams but um, yes, you got to be careful. Got to be careful about that. Got to uh, you got to be mindful who you tell your things to. The enemy is real. The enemy is not just. And when I say enemy, you know, for some of us, uh, for some for some Christians out there, you know, old school Christian. I'm not talking about the devil. I'm talking about the enemy. I'm talking about the mind. I'm talking about the enemy of the mind. I'm talking about the external enemy too. Other people, and your own mind will play tricks on you. You got about. The old mind will play tricks on you. And that's just facts. You ain't got to believe what I'm saying. But you, let me tell you something. Your mind will play tricks on you. Shoulda, coulda, and wouldas. Let me tell you something. Those are the enemy. Shouldas, couldas, and wouldas. I shoulda, and I coulda, and I would have. But, oh, my gosh. Those are the worst enemies I've ever fought. It's not always the devil. Some, it's not always the devil. It's you sometimes playing tricks on yourself, doubting the abilities that you have. Quit doubting yourself. Trust yourself. You're supposed to fail. How will you... You're supposed to fail every once in a while. You're supposed, you might fail every day. You're supposed to fail. But guess what? Keep up and keep trying again. I started by doing on virtual Bible studies. Ain't nobody come on or virtual Bible studies. And I gave up. I gave up. I did. 
and guess what? I have to live with that. Cause I, cause in my heart, I knew if I kept going, more people come. I started everywhere I remember from a very young time. I always used to do Bible study. All everywhere I went, I did throughout middle school, middle school and uh, high school. I would do Bible studies. I always, all I'm serious. Even elementary school, I tried to do it and it failed when I was in elementary school. I'm serious. When I was in elementary, I was in elementary school. I was in, I was in middle school. I was in middle school, sixth grade. And I told, I said, well, I said during, uh, well, I, it was, it was like, it was kind of like, I was in elementary school, but I was in sixth grade because they had junior high. It was back in the day. Anyway, so I was in school and I said, we can do Bible studies at recess. And I always brought my Bible out. Nobody came. So I read by myself and I taught to a wall. Amen. And I did. And guess what? It didn't work. Ain't nobody come at all. But, you know, and then time went on in high school. I started it and people came and I did it again. I, I, you know, and God gave me, he said, the United Youth Fellowship. You know what I'm saying? Uh... So I said, okay, let's do the United Youth Fellowship. That's what we, and we did that in, uh, when I was in high school. We did that for about a year or two. And then it kept growing and growing and, you know, whatnot. And I told people, and I started Bible studies and, and you know, in my careers and different countries. And I did it in a different country too. So it was a privilege. So God kept showing me, if you keep going at it, it's going to work. Just keep pressing. It's not going to happen overnight. We're not going to know your name overnight, but if you keep squawking enough, you know what I'm saying? If you keep, you know what I'm saying? Uh, there is a thing, some, there is a story someone told me about there is a German shepherd, a pit bull, and a Rottweiler. And they uh, were uh, sitting, uh, they were sitting on the porch and they always got, and they got fed and they always got fed. And there was a little, ch- there was a little uh, chihuahua next to them, uh, next to them. And uh, the Rottweiler, the pit bull, and the German Shepherd were always fed, and and the and the Chihuahua kept barking. He just barked. That's all he did. The other three dogs then just kept barking and barking and barking and barking and barking until one day the the uh, handler came around and saw Chihuahua and gave him a, a, a better well a better portion a better portion of food. What is that to say? If you keep barking enough, somebody will notice you. <laughs> Come on, somebody will notice you. If you keep if you keep going enough, somebody will recognize you. If you keep pressing enough, somebody will keep on keeping on with you. You must try. You must keep pressing because you are your worst enemy sometimes. Because you gotta keep barking. You gotta keep pressing. You know what I'm saying? Listen to some people. If you have a brand. Get brand management, amen. If you have a brand, get brand management. Get some people, good people around you to assist you in the vision and all that good stuff. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be in pain. You ain't going to like it all the time, but get good brand management, amen. I'm telling you, find what you find. Find someone who really understands what it means to have a brand because you are branding yourself. I brand myself. When people hear Elder Tyser Davis or T. Drayon Davis or T.D. Davis, when they hear that name, they expect a certain level of professionalism, humor and the power of God. When I come, they expect it. So that's the brand that God has given me. That is the calling, the anointing in the world likes to say brand. But I, you know, the I person, a Christian, I say anointing, the anointing that is over you and your uh, particular business or whatever. If you do hair, there is a certain anointing that when people come in, they expect that my hair is done properly. They expect that if I get baked goods, that my baked goods are to the standard. And that's how you crave it. You and that's how you create that. That's how you sustain loyal followers and or customers, etc. So on and forth. And the thing about it is I, I, I have about 
I don't I have loyal people who are loyal to me right now. And it's not a lot. It's about one, two, maybe three people, but I have members that are loyal, that will listen to me, that will tune in, that will sacrifice time because they know what I could bring to the table and they know the anointing. Not everybody, you just got to put yourself out there. Not everybody knows the anointing that you have. Not everybody understands that. But if you keep on pressing, if you keep on pro- pushing, if you keep on keeping, I assure you that the anointing will be great. I'm telling you, I'm showing that your brand will be noticeable. You must not stop. You must not must not stop. And one person I use constantly is uh, 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 Malcolm X. He was just preaching on. He was speaking and teaching on the side of on the sidewalks and handing up posters and whatnot. It took him a long time, and then he. Bam, and he kept pushing at it, he kept pushing at it, and he kept ministering in Harlem, he kept ministering, he would visit Elijah Muhammad, he kept ministering, Dr. King, same way, he just started, and he just kept going, a little by little, he was a young man, but he kept pushing, and he kept pressing, and eventually, things started to happen, things started to move, so do not give up on the vision, do not give up on yourself, because ain't nobody gonna push the vision like you can. Be with you. Peace be with you, my brothers and sisters. This is your friend, your brother, your, 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 your confidant, Elder T. Dreon Davis. I love you and God bless you. Heavenly Father, I admit to you that I am a sinner and I've done wrong. I believe that you are the son of God, that Jesus Christ is the son of God. And you've came into the world in flesh, died on the cross, buried and rose on the third day and ascended to heaven with all power in your hand. And Father God, Jesus, I ask you to come into my life and make me new. And I confess you as Lord and Savior in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Listen, give yourself a hug and tell yourself you love yourself. And thank Jesus because you are in the family now. Find a good church home and uh, be baptized and you'll be just fine. I just want to thank you all so much, and I love you, and God bless you. And remember, join me, Elder Tysler Davis, next time. Let's chop it up.